Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Saturday, January the 7th, 2023. It is currently 9.24 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, for the next 30 minutes, 45 minutes, maybe it will only be 15 minutes. Highly unlikely. But for the next few minutes, I hope you'll be willing to show a little bit of grace and mercy and just let me just be very transparent, open, honest with you about, well, something that something maybe you can relate to. Maybe you won't be able to relate to this in any way, shape, or form. So if you can't relate to it, just take notes because I'm sure sooner or later, someone in your life will describe something similar to what I am currently experiencing. And you can be like, okay, I have no idea what you're going through. It makes no sense to me, but I heard this podcast one Saturday night with some guy expressing this very same thing you're describing. So clearly you're messed up and he's messed up, but but here's what he said. So may, maybe it will only be beneficial for you to help people like me. But I, I don't know if this will make any sense, but I'm going to try to describe something. There are times in my Christian life where every time I open the Bible, I mean, I could just literally, I could just close my eyes, open the Bible, and the, I don't care where I am in the Bible. I don't care if it's Old Testament, New Testament. I don't care if it's minor prophet, major prophet. I don't care uh, if it's a, if it's a historical uh, poetry. I don't care that the genre, the liturgy, literary genre. It doesn't matter anywhere in the Bible. And as soon as I start reading, my mind's like boom, 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 boom. Okay, there's the outline. Okay, boom. This this connects to this. This connects to this. And it's just like everything's just like. The lights are on and everything is connecting and there's excitement and I'm like, oh, I love this. And I mean, I could turn on the microphone at any moment and talk about it. I I could pick up a devotional like right over here, Uh, the feature, a daily Bible study guide. I could just look at the, I could look at the scripture on the cover. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. Psalm 145, 17 through 18. And I could stop right there and, oh, I I could probably start taking the verse apart. I could open up the devotional and look at, it doesn't matter the day. I could look at the scripture. I could look at the title and it would be like, oh, oh, I know what I could do. I could talk about this. I could talk, and everything just clicks. There, there's just, just a excitement. There's a passion. There's a zeal. I mean, everything is just, this is awesome. There are times, I, uh, w- w- during those times, I could listen to a, any Christian podcast, any sermon, and go, oh, okay, okay, okay. Whether I agree or disagree, I'm like, okay, that, I could do this with that. That makes me think of this. I could talk about this. Oh, I could, I could write four pages on this. And just everything is clicking. It's like, Everything is just running the way it's supposed to. There's passion, there's zeal, there's clarity. Everything everything just makes sense. I, everything seems to just, right before me, I can connect this piece to this piece to this piece. And it's just, that's how I normally function in my Christian life. It's just always like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And if there's almost a, 
everything just seems to be going well. And then every time I turn on the microphone, oh, I may make, may make a mistake here. I mean, obviously I'm always making mistakes. It's a live broadcast. Clearly, sometimes I stumble over my words or I say something incorrectly. But typically, even, even when that happens afterwards, oh, it bothers me a little bit. But for the most part, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything with my motivation. I'm ready to turn the microphone on, turn the microphone on immediately and talk about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's just everything just feels right in the world. Okay. Everything feels right. And when I say in the world and, and as far as my spiritual thinking and, and, and feeling, I can't really describe it. Just everything seems right. Not obviously everything right in the world, because we know everything is not right in the world. But as far as that aspect of my world, everything just is, it's great. It's awesome. And I can't wait, can't wait to read the next thing and to talk about the next thing, study the next thing. I can't wait to grab a notebook and start outlining this or outlining that. And it's just, that's just the way I typically function. Like that's 99%. And then sometimes I can't explain it, but all of a sudden it's like the lights start going out, right? It's like the lights start going out one after the other. And all of a sudden there isn't clarity. All of a sudden, I don't see the connection. All of a sudden, I can open the text of Scripture and be like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, I don't really know what to do with that. Okay, well, yeah, yeah I don't know. And I just kind of close the Bible and find myself like, I don't really want to do that. I can go over here and grab the devotional. I'm like, I, I don't, yeah, yeah whatever, I don't, I don't know. Oh, let me read this. I don't know. I can listen to something and kind of be like, and just realize that all of a sudden my mind is not, my mind is somewhere else. And all of a sudden, slowly but surely, this, everything isn't right in that aspect of the world. There is a, and I'm going to use this word purposely, spiritual dryness seems to set in. Now that, if you look up spiritual dryness on the internet, you'll find hundreds of articles, thousands of articles. The Catholic Catechism has maybe one or two paragraphs dedicated to the subject of spiritual dryness. I mean, there's an entire, I think there's an entire Wikipedia article in regards to spiritual dryness within Catholic theology. I don't care if it's Catholic theology, Protestant theology, Baptist, every Every stream, every theological stream of Christianity has some perspective on spiritual dryness. Now, typically what it turns into, if you experience some kind of spiritual dryness, they usually connect it to prayer, but it immediately is like, okay, you feel, you feel spiritual dryness? Boom. Do this, do this, do this, do this. Read more, pray more, do, go to church more. It's like 900 rules, 900 laws that's going to make, that's going to fix everything. And I don't always necessarily, I don't necessarily perceive that that's the way forward. I, I, per, I, I personally don't. I, I, I don't. And, and, and I, I think that sometimes there's a, there's a lot of other factors going on that are often ignored in much of the literature. But for me right now, I've found myself at least temporarily. Now, I've gone through these things before, and I've talked about it before here on the podcast because I always like to be very transparent and as honest as I can be because I think 
And the reason I try to be that way is because I know that, look, I'm just a sinner sitting in front of a microphone trying to figure out the Christian life, right? I'm no better than anyone else. In fact, I'm probably far worse than most of the people who listen to the podcast. I'm just always trying to figure it out. And I figure that whatever I'm struggling with, there's probably people out there who go through the same things. I don't know if you experience it. Now, some may refer to it as burnout, but I don't believe, I don't believe it's that. I, I, I don't think I've ever experienced burnout. That, the way that's typically described is not what I'm talking about. I, maybe there's some similarities, but it's not. And if I'm describing it as burnout, I hope, I hope you'll understand that I feel that I've gone through this enough in my Christian life that it's not that. Um, it's something, it's just weird how it happens. It's like all of a sudden, it's like every day, okay, boom, I got my pencil, I got my notebook, okay, oh, 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 look, oh, 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 wait, what did they say? Oh, wait, what was that verse? Okay, oh, and I just, I mean, literally at any moment in time, I feel like I'm about to burst. I'm just about like a, like the dam is about to burst and I've got like a million things to talk about. But sometimes all of a sudden it's like, well, I, I just, I don't know what to do with that. I don't, I just, I don't know. And it's not even that I don't know. It's almost like, do I even really want to? It, it's hard to explain. And then every little, especially as far as podcasting, every little mistake, every little glitch just seems more magnified in my mind. And then instead of it being a motivating factor, it actually has the opposite effect. Like when things are going good and I make a mistake, oh, I get mad and I get upset, but it's almost like, that's it. That's, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to record 15 episodes to fix it. But when things go a little bit wrong, now I just want to be like, that's it. That's it. I, you know what? I'm just going to take a six, week break, six weeks break. I'm just going to retire. And, and it's ridiculous, but it's the case. I don't know if you heard the last live broadcast. Now, I thought what we talked about was really good. I really did. I, I, think, I think it was really good. But here's what happened. All right. Here, listen to this. Listen to this word. All right. Here we go. Uh, affluence. 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 I know that word. I've read that word a million times. I've talked about that word. Affluence right? Affluence. Someone is experiencing a, a time of affluence, a time of, um, they, they, they have material wealth. They're, they're experiencing a, a, a season of affluence, a time where they have so much. Now, I thought it was a very important subject that we talked about in the last live broadcast, but I didn't call it affluence. I call it affluence. Not affluence, but affluence. Now, you may not think it's a big deal, okay? But it had, it was utterly devastating to me this time because I'm going through this kind of, I guess, season of, of spiritual dryness. So affluence, affluence, I, I don't, may, do you, I can't, trust me, someone will email me and tell me you need to learn how to say things before you, I, trust me, I'm going to get a mean email probably within the next 24 hours and it's going to be, and, and trust me, that email will have far more devastating consequences on me than they typically would. Typically it'd be like, you're right, I messed up. So what? I'll do better next time. But this time it'll be like, they're right. I, I, affluence, affluence. Why can't I say the word correctly? Why did I mess up? I didn't even, as soon as I said affluence, my mind said, you're saying it incorrectly, right? But then I just proceeded. And as soon as I hit stopped, as soon as I hit stop on the streaming when the program ended, and I grabbed my iPad and I started walking downstairs. All of a sudden I was like, 
Oh, no. I was saying affluence instead of affluence. What was I thinking? And then I immediately almost started deleting the episode. But I'm like, nope, not going to delete it. Not going to delete it. Not going to delete it. I'm going to let my mistake just stay there. Because one, I always think that that's spiritually beneficial because it's humbling, humiliating, and embarrassing. So I always think that that's spiritually beneficial to me. But I, I, but I knew also that I, I have to struggle through this. So I don't know if you've ever gone through a season of spiritual dryness. But I have multiple times. And it's always weird how it works, right? So here's kind of some of this, this, again, it's like the lights start getting turned off, right? Slowly but surely. And then all of a sudden, like I said, things don't just, if there's not an excitement, things just don't immediately connect. I can't just read anything and it just jumps off the page. It's like when, when things are going right, everything I read, everything I hear, every devotional just jumps off the page, out of the speaker, slaps me three times, and it's like, boom, like I'm ready to go. And then there, and the, but when, when this spiritual dryness comes in, it's like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Like all day. You don't even know how many hours today. I just sat there and looked at Psalm 139. I'm like, what a great Psalm. But I could not, there was just a lack, like I looked at it and I was like, what's wrong? Like there, I know it's great. I know it's an amazing Psalm. But I could not just find it did not have that spark that said, okay, let's turn on the microphone. Like, hey, we're going to start talking about Psalm 139 today, and we may talk about it for the next three weeks. No, there was just like, oh, well, what do I do? What do I do? I mean, I can outline it. I mean, I could, I mean, I, 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 I was able to come up with an outline, but there was just something not there. And then every live broadcast that I've done recently, it just feels like it's something's not right. Something's not right. Something's not right. And then every mistake is magnified. And because mistakes are magnified, right? Affluent, affluent, the, the it demotivates instead of motivates. And it's like a downward spiral. Now, typically what happens is for no, there'll be no explanation. There will be no reason it won't make any sense. It may be a podcast. It may be a Bible study that I'm just doing on my own. It may be a sermon I listen. Something all of a sudden, boom, everything, the lights will all come, boom, 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 boom. All the lights come back on, boom, the passion comes back, the fire comes back, and I'm back to normal. And it'll be no explanation for why. And, and usually it doesn't last long. But I'm all, but whenever it happens, I try to analyze it. And here is a thought that I feel most of the most of the material, most of the articles, the 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 different things written, curriculum, all the different things that are out there about spiritual dryness, catechism, and the Catholic Church, entire articles written about it, all of the material out there about spiritual dryness. I think it always approaches it from this perspective. Spiritual dryness is a sign of a spiritual problem, of a spiritual failure. 
then you get told basically something's wrong with you spiritually. And so then you need to repent. You need to do this. And they, they give you 50 things to do. It's very much like, well, if you're experiencing spiritual dryness, clearly something is wrong with you spiritually. They heap condemnation upon you. And then they give you basically law to fix the problem. And I don't, I, I am questioning that approach a little bit. So here's what I want to ask you. And I'm, I'm asking myself, because I, I think I know the answer to this. How much does your physical, emotional, and mental health impact your spiritual health, your spiritual zeal, your spiritual passion, your spiritual hunger and desire and your, and your, and your ability to see things spiritually from a, a far better way. How much does your physical, mental, and emotional health impact the spiritual? Like, what is the connection between the two? I think the connection is far greater than we would like. Like I think in our and, and, and theoretically, this is what I think we have a tendency to say, and, and we do this to anyone. If someone is experiencing, forget spiritual dryness, but let's say let's move it over to the emotional. If they're experiencing emotional depression or discouragement, mentally they just feel like they're in a fog, they're in a rut, things don't feel right, they seem down, they seem depressed. Whatever the words you want to use, filled with anxiety or worry, typically within the church, that will be viewed, you have a spiritual problem, right? You have a spiritual problem, okay? So then spiritually, you got to get your spiritual problem fixed to fix these emotional issues. Now, if you're experiencing spiritual dryness, you're told once again, you have a spiritual problem. In other words, no matter what you feel, the church basically always goes, unless you're happy, excited, passionate, no worry, no anxiety, anxiety filled with joy, unless that's your life, then there's something that we, our, our diagnosis is always, there's something with wrong, wrong with you spiritually. That's always the go-to, always, 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 always. But I wonder, is every sense of down, depressed, depressed, discouraged, is it always a spiritual issue? Or, or, or is there a, a connection between, in other words, does the spiritual always fix the mental, emotional, the physical? Does it always fix it? Or does sometimes that impacts the spiritual? Let me explain. If I look at my situation, I'm, I'm at um, January the 7th. All right. A couple of things. If I just, if I go through these and I'm just going to try to articulate like how one I think leads to the other. First, the holidays, if you know me, have a tendency to be very much a depressing, discouraging, very, very, very just, it's tough time for me. It's a tough time for me. For lots of reasons, things that happened to me in the past, just, just not a, it's just a, a depressing thing. So, so that already mm, just kind of, just kind of makes everything, throws everything off. 
You also know that we were going through lots of internet issues that was kind of throwing off the rhythm and the flow of the of the podcast. I also know that I was trying things like today's focus and then kind of found myself in a series that that I was kind of turning turning this kind of mini series for the today's focus podcast series that really wasn't designed for the today's focus format, which is supposed to be about 15 to 20 minutes. So that that threw everything off. So you had the holidays throwing everything off, internet issues that was throwing off the, the flow of, of the podcast. You had trying to do a new podcast series and that, that thing's thrown off. Realizing that 2022, and then once the calendar changed, realized that there were certain series and things that I didn't get to in 2022, and now it's 2023. How much do I go back? How much do I try to complete? Wait, nobody even emailed. And so there was just some of these little things starting to build up that was just kind of messing up the flow just kind of messing it all up. And then any mistake that I was making or any technical difficulty that we were facing was becoming more magnified in my mind. Now, please note, what's happening is over here, these are emotional. This is thinking emotional things, right? These are circumstances. So now my circumstances, my emotions, and my thinking are now having a negative impact on my spiritual passion and zeal. And I think that this happens, right? Now I know what we want to think is no, if, well, if you get the spiritual right, you'll overcome these other things. And I don't know if it always works that way. I, I don't know. I mean, look, here's what I know that your spiritual life that you're experiencing has to be connected to all these others, your emotional and your mental, because it's all happening in the same body, right? It's all, there's, there's a, there's a connection in it. So there's already kind of a depression, a depression that was kind of setting in, a discouragement, a kind of feeling like, well, you know, I ended the year and I didn't get this done. I didn't get this done. Now I feel like a failure. Okay. Well, I'm trying this new podcast series that I still try, I still trying to get it to take on its own personality. And I don't know, am I really doing the right thing? Struggling. So then I start having some of these doubts and struggles and discouragement. And sooner or later, look, the two, the two, this is over here kind of more in the physical, the body, the mind, and it's, it was going to sooner or later encroach upon the spiritual. And then I know this to be true. I know this to be true. And I know some of you are going to be like, I tried to tell you. I'm willing to admit it. I do know. I do know. I do know. I do know. That my utter and complete lack of ever going to sleep. I mean, I've taken, I think I've made, I think I've broken probably records of no sleep, clearly has a detrimental impact on one's ability to see connection. And every time you open a book, boom, 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 when your mind kind of becomes clouded because it's like you've slept maybe, you know, four hours and, you know, three weeks, you know, things, things start going a little haywire there. It really does. It really does. So I'm aware of that. I guess what I want to do, I guess what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to use my situation to try to show us that I don't know if the solution is anytime someone experiences what you may refer to it as spiritual dryness. I don't know what term you would use, spiritual. Uh, I know I saw recently a lot of sermons on spiritual apathy. Maybe there's a, a sense of apathy, uh, just a sense of being down. I don't know what you would call it, 
But I think our, I think that the mentality or the thesis put forth by most Christians is, boom, you're in sin. Repent. Boom. Love God more. Boom. Seek God more. You've got a spiritual problem. And I don't know if that's it. But, but, but at the same time, the church will look at someone who's like, man, I feel down. I feel depressed. I, I feel... And they'll be like, no, 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 that your, your, your emotional issues are, are the, are spiritual failures. So whether you're spiritually quote unquote down or emotionally quote unquote down, the Christian answer is always is condemn you and until you do more, do more, do more. And I don't know, I don't know if that's the answer. I don't know if that's the answer. I don't. I just think that there is more of a physical connection to how we feel spiritually. Someone else was was sharing that we we just finished or they just finished the thematic method of Bible study for our study on fear. And they 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 said they after they did question they were they were supposed to do six questions. And after they did question one, they really had a hard time doing question two, three, four, uh, two, three, four, five, and six. It was just a struggle. They, they, and, and, and I didn't get into, you know, trying to ask, you know, personal questions. Um, I wanted to make sure that there was nothing wrong with the study. Like, what could I do to change the study to help? But they said it really wasn't that. It was just them. And so uh, that, that happens. Now, I don't know the, 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 the ins and outs to why. Not none of my business, but it just made me think that so that th- this kind of thing happens to Christians. Like you can be, I study, I study, and then all of a sudden it just, the motivations and you, you just enter into a spell of spiritual dryness. And I think that there's a connection in some ways between our emotional and mental health or emotional, mental feelings Right, that our our thinking and our emotions. Let's state it this way: our thinking and our emotions have profound impact on our spiritual life. There is a connection there, and so when someone is spiritually seemingly to be in a dry place or down, is the answer: "You're in sin. Repent and do more." I don't think so. I think the answer sometimes is, well, what's going on over here? Maybe sometimes you just need to sleep, rest. Like maybe maybe there's just these basic things you need. Right? I, I, I think there's something to that. Now, for me... What I have learned, and I don't know, I don't know if this is the right way to approach it, but for me, it's just, what I do is just keep struggling along. Like, okay, I may not be able to, this is the way I I, I feel, I feel, I don't know if this makes sense. I know, I know in running, and by no means am I uh, an expert on running. I'm not an expert on it, but someone who had to run military for, for either PT or the, uh, the physical uh, fitness uh, test 
when you had to do our, our phys physical training or our physical fitness test. Um, I know that there's always a time in running or in other military things I had to do where you, you reach a point where you feel like you're done. You're like, you're just, you're, you're, you're broken. You're done. You're, you like, you can't, you can't do this. You can't do this. But sometimes if you'll just keep at it, you, you may be going to be moving a whole lot slower. You may not be able to do what you were doing earlier on. You may not be able to, but if you'll just stick with it, sometimes you'll get that second wind. Like you'll, you'll kind of break through that barrier and you'll get kind of a second wind. And so I think sometimes spiritually and all of these other areas. Now, now I do believe we have to go back and look and see how the emotional and mental is, is impacting us and maybe try to articulate why. And sometimes it just requires rest. It can require a lot of just basic things. But personally, I believe if we just take one step at a time, just like you may not be doing 15 steps, but just one step after another step, just keep one step after another, just keep trying, just keep doing what you can, just one little devotional, listen to a song, no matter how distracted, no matter how much it, and sooner or later, what, at least what I've always experienced, and usually much sooner than I would think would happen, boom, everything, the lights just start coming on. The lights start coming on. Now, I obviously have to be very, 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 very aware that I do have an added issue here. Obviously, I have neurological issues because I have a seizure disorder. And so sometimes the, th the lights start going out and I start feeling like someone threw me off the ship and I'm out in the ocean somewhere and I'm, I've, I'm sinking to the bottom and I can see the sunlight up there at the top, but it seems to be getting darker and darker. And that's usually, well, okay, I'm having neurological issues and I'm getting ready to have a seizure in a couple of days. And then after the seizure, sometimes then all of a sudden it's a little foggy, but I'm much closer to the sunlight. And then finally whoosh, I break through the water. And I'm like, okay, now I'm back to normal. Sometimes I, I do, I, I, I always want to deny that and say, nope, 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 nope. Uh, you know, I, I'm just messing up because I'm, you know, and I, and I put the blame, but sometimes then it'll be like, whoa, well, I just dropped and had a seizure. Maybe that's why I was having issues saying, now, I don't think I had anything to do with affluent and affluent. I don't think that that was just me making a, a dumb mistake, but there are times I'm like, something's clearly wrong. So I know that, there, but see, once again, that's the physical, that's the physical impacting the spiritual. Once again, the physical is impacting the spiritual because it everything is in this body. Like I'm living my emotional life inside this body, my mental life inside this body, and the spiritual life is occurring inside this body. And, and there's no way to separate it. It's linked together. So the body, the mind impacts the spiritual. It does. Now, I wish I could say, hey, you're, and then you add the circumstances that you're going through. Hey, those circumstances shouldn't impact your spiritual life. But the reality is those circumstances, circumstances are being experienced by your mind and by your emotions, which are going to have an impact on your spiritual life. I just don't think the answer is, hey, you're in sin. <laughs> I, I just, I'm not, I don't, I reject that. I, I, I reject that. Um, in fact, I'm going to look something up because, 
I think it was. Yeah, I believe it's in First Kings. Yeah, I believe it's First Kings. I'm not saying that this is perfect. And this is very impromptu. First Kings is at chapter 19. First Kings chapter 19. Okay. Um, now, Elijah has this major confrontation with the, uh, the, pro- the uh, prophets of Baal. Okay. And the fire comes down and, and the prophets are, are slaughtered. And it's just, you know, this amazing, miraculous thing. A, ma- a major time of spiritual victory. Like everything's going great. And it's, it's the, everything is wonderful. Everything makes sense. All the lights are on. Everything is working correctly, right? God is answering the prayer. Fire comes down. The, the false prophets are killed. I mean, this, I mean, revival should break out. And then 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 1, and Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. And with how, how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose, went for his life, came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, it is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my fathers. A time of great spiritual victory to a point of utter spiritual, I think that goes beyond dryness, spiritual depression, spiritual discouragement, spiritual defeat. He wants to die. Now, I think in the modern church, it'd be like, you don't have enough faith. You didn't do that. You need to seek God. You need to repent. You need to read your Bible. You need to pray. You need to do, you need to go. And it would just immediately start heaping law upon the person. But he would, I mean, look, it goes from spiritual victory. Hi, God's answering prayer. Fire comes down. I mean, everything is just working. And that's how I feel my Christian life typically it just everything, just boom, 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 everything. And then all of a sudden, wait, what just happened? Like the fire's not coming down and there, it's just, what, what's going on? He wants to die. And then look what happens. And he lay and slept under a juniper tree. Please note, he lays down and goes to sleep. Now he doesn't, he doesn't read his Bible. He doesn't recite scripture. He doesn't listen to a sermon. He goes down, he lays down and goes to sleep under a juniper tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said unto him, arise and eat. The angel, the angel shows up. God shows up in a sense through the, with the angel to minister to him or using the angel to minister to him. And please note, he doesn't say arise and pray, arise and repent, arise and read four scriptures, arise and go to a conference, arise and get this spiritual book. It's something as, as basically you were sleeping, now eat. And behold, and he looked and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid down again. He goes back to sleep. He sleeps, he eats and drinks. He sleeps and the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, arise and eat because the journey is too great for thee. He arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat 40 days and 40 nights unto Horeb, the Mount of 
God. I just find it fascinating there that the angel shows up and it was it was rest and food, the physical. Now, the spiritual is going to be taken care of because he goes to the Mount of God and, you know, where God's voice and we know the rest of the story. But I just think that that's important. And we've done a Bible study exercise on this and we've had some great conversations about it. But what do you, what do you feel the correlation is between your mental and physical and the spiritual? And I wonder when sometimes people are just down or just spiritually things don't feel right. It's more of a mental and a, it's a physical, it's an emotional, it's a mental issue more than a spiritual issue. And we diagnose it as a spiritual issue, condemn, throw law on people to do more, and they try to do more and it doesn't work. They still feel dry. They still, and now they just feel more guilt and more shame and more discouragement and more depression because they haven't fixed the physical, the mental, or the emotional. I think I, I, I'm not, look, I'm not saying I've just stumbled upon some great insight here. I just know that when I was, I, what, I know that right now I'm in that kind of valley, spiritual dryness. And I know that as soon as I looked up articles in regards to it, almost all of them immediately go, oh, there's sin in your life. You need to seek God. You need to draw nigh to God. Do you really want God? Do you really desire God? Are you praying? Like it immediately went into basically what are you doing wrong? And here's what you need to do. And it was all basically law. And I'm like, they're completely ignoring this other aspect. And the only reason I'm looking at this other aspect is because I just know how the last couple of weeks have gone for me. There's circumstances, right? Internet messing up, that gets discouraging, that gets frustrating, that breaks down the whole flow. Trying a new podcast series and not feeling like you're getting it right. Making mistakes in broadcasts where affluent versus affluent, I'm saying the word incorrect. Little mistakes like that, stumbling over words, uh, just not feel like I'm getting things right. Okay, the, the, now that, that starts having a mental impact on you, right? Mentally, emotionally, starts becoming discouraging, right? Uh, the flow is getting messed up. So I, I, can, I can look over here and see what's happening mentally, emotionally. I, a time of great depression because the holidays just really just mess me up. I, I, ugh, I'm so always so glad when the holidays are over because I just have these, yeah, I'm just glad. It's almost like a, a freedom that happens, but I'm still kind of a little bit still working through that, all right? And then I know, well, obviously, <laughs> I haven't slept in like a year, okay, so clearly. So then I start putting it together. I'm like, okay, I think that if I was to listen to these articles, I would just literally drive myself into spiritual despair. But if I look at the connection between the, the, the physical the mental, the emotional, or we could say circumstances, the mind and the emotions, or we can add, we can add, I think, I think we have to add circumstances. I think we have to look at this, the spiritual life. And I think it's, whether we like it or not, is going to be, your spiritual life is going to be impacted in some way, shape or form. You have to be prepared for this by circumstances, by your mind, by your emotions, 
um, and by your physical, your physical well-being. So, so we could go circumstances, your mind, your emotions, and your body. Circumstances, mind, emotion, and body. And those things constantly have some pull on your Christian life. Either pulling you away, maybe driving you to the things of God, maybe distracting you. Circumstances can, can be all kinds. Good circumstances can be devastating. Bad circumstances can be de- your mind, how you're thinking, your mind, your, your emotions, and then your body itself. Plenty of articles about spiritual dryness. I'm not sure many are helpful. But I know even in sports, little little things can start going wrong. Some, a player misses one player, and all of a sudden they start, their mind, they, start, they, they just start having problems. And it can be a downward spiral. Sometimes something has to, they got to reprogram the way they're thinking. I know that can happen. I, I think the way you're thinking can have major ne- negative consequences in your spiritual life. I am not denying the influence of sin. I'm not denying the influence of those things. I just find it interesting that Elijah, <laughs> it's like rest, food, rest, food. It's just, it's, I, you, you may not think. And he's so depressed and so discouraged, so in a spiritually dry place that he literally wants to die. And there's no rebuke. There's no, hey, read your Bible more. There's no, the, it, law is, if you, th- if you think about it, the angel is, is, gives a gospel solution. He gives. Like, here's food, sleep. Like, it's not what, what does Elijah need to do? It's not giving him law. Because this, I think there's a con- correlation between the two. You can tell me what you think. News. IF at yahoo.com. News, IF at yahoo.com. News, IF at yahoo.com. News, IF at yahoo.com. And so what we've learned is that when I say, affluence. when I say, affluence. affluence, when I say affluence instead of affluence, I have such a mental breakdown that I have to do a 42 minute program. Okay, no. The affluence and affluence was just the icing on the cake for me because I'm like, what and how did I, of all the things I could mess up in a podcast? Oh, and Viola. I think in uh, Amos 6, is it Viola? Is, is it a Viola that's mentioned in Amos 6? I think I just skipped it because I'm like, I, I don't even, like at that point, like affluence was, I was affluence, affluence. I was getting confused and like, and then everything just started now, that's the danger of doing a live broadcast. See, if I was doing recording, I would have just stopped the recording, hit delete, start it over, and nobody would have ever known. But when you do it live. But see, real, was affluence, affluence, I mean, you may, you may think it's a big deal. And so, trust me, someone will email me and tell me how big a deal it is. Trust me. I'm going to find out here in the next few hours. It's going to be, it's going to probably be brutal. I understand that. And that's on me. That's fine. I messed up. But the reality is, The spiritual dryness was already there, and therefore it magnified this. It magnified it. And I think the issue 
there's a correlation between the other. I think that there's a correlation between the two. And I just, I don't know what, if you've ever experienced spiritual dryness, I don't know if you want to call it spiritual apathy. I don't know what, I don't know what words you would, you would use to describe it, but I think you know it when you're in it. Now, I'm hoping that tomorrow when I step behind the pulpit and we talk about law and gospel, I'm hoping by the time it's over, I'm going to be like, Ooh, do you feel that? Do you feel that ladies and gentlemen? Do you feel that? Yes. Okay. The lights just came back on. All right. I, I hope, I hope when we get ready to start our new Bible study exercise study, I've already introduced it and see there felt awkward. Why did I introduce it so early? I don't know why. See, I probably should have waited. So then I was kicking myself. Why did I do that? I probably should have waited till Sunday. Probably should have waited till Monday. Maybe I should have waited till next week because I could have used this week for Psalm 139. So many just like those issues, right? Um, but hopefully, once we, we can really dig into our study on discernment for this new six-week, seven-week study, all of a sudden, it, everything will go right back to normal right back to normal. And you'll be like, man, how many broadcasts did you do today? And you'll hear it in my voice, right? It'll be like, whoop, turn on the microphone, boom. Turn on the microphone, boom. Turn on the microphone, boom. Let's talk about this. And, but in the meantime, I'm just like you, right? You say, well, that's disappointing. I don't want to listen to someone like me. I want to listen to someone who's, okay, well, I understand that, but that's why, hey, considering how much you pay for this broadcast, you that's what you get. You get what you pay for. You just get for free. You just get someone just like you, a sinner struggling to figure it all out. And I just want you to consider and think about tonight and tomorrow, the correlation between circumstances, the mind, the emotions, and the body, and how all of that plays and has an impact on your spiritual life. All right. Thanks for listening. Again, email me newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a wonderful night. God bless.